0: up with cat
1: hello and welcome to catch up with cat with me cat harvey it's your wee 15 minute show to get you up and motivated in the morning later we'll be saying thanks to some of your local heroes so don't forget you can share your uplifting stories of fabulous friends and caring colleagues on the website just click on the catch up with cat page and fill in the details right first to fitness i hate running there i've said it but thankfully we're about to meet one lovely lady who doesn't Joining me for a catch-up this morning is physical trainer Robin Haggart. Good morning to you, Robin. How are you? Good morning. I'm great, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm not too bad, but I can always do with a little bit of help first thing in the morning and I believe you're just the person to do that. You're in charge of motivating us. (laughs) Tuesday morning, let's go for it. Get your coffee. Oh, okay. So, like, we're going to be talking about running now and I know that we have to talk about running. I've been told we have to talk about running. And I'll be honest, Robin, I hate running. Why is it so good for us then? Why is it so good in terms of um, our mental health and also weight loss and keeping us fit? You've reduced um, major illnesses, you know, your heart disease, your stroke,
2: your type two diabetes. And then also you've got like your relief of your endorphins, which again, that'll help your, um, your mental health, make you feel good make you feel like you've achieved something for the day. And overall, you should generally feel a lot better after exercising,
1: even if it is only a small amount per day. We want your help in a specific subject. We are going to be following the NHS's couch to 5K. Now, I've had a wee flick through it. It's on the website nhs.uk, and it actually seems quite doable. So talk us through it. What should we be doing?
2: So... The aim over the coming weeks of the 5K is to reduce your walking time and to obviously increase your running time so that by the end of the weeks you are able to run that 5K. Time's not everything. Being able to run the 5K should just be amazing enough. You are able to repeat any of the weeks again in order for you to be comfortable and then you move on to the next one. Oh, that's quite good. Obviously, as you get deeper into it, you're rest period obviously of the walking is reduced and your running time gets extended so let's say for example um you start off the first week running for say a minute but your recovery time is obviously maybe two minutes walking and then that reduces over time and you could be running Mm -hmm. for five minutes and then your walking time could be a minute so obviously you're increasing your heart rate and The run's obviously getting harder, and your recovery's getting shorter. But yeah, you are able to repeat any of the weeks, and I would highly advise you don't move on until you obviously feel comfortable to run that little bit further.
1: So some really good advice on that NHS website. It's kind of three times a week they're advising you to go out running. They do stress the importance of your rest days. Okay, so, Robin, I have a victim, sorry, a volunteer for you for the couch to 5K. (laughs) On the other line, hopefully, with the wonders of technology and Zoom and Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff, we have engineer Craig Donald. Hello to you, Craig. Hi, how's it going? Not bad at all. Craig, um... Just talk us through your general level of fitness at the moment. Uh,
3: Zero. Don't do fitness, don't do it. Well, walking the dog's the only exercise I get. So I'm totally new to everything like this.
1: That's not too bad. That's not too bad. When's the last time you went for a big, long run then, a proper run? Proper big run?
3: We've been probably cross-country at school probably about (laughs) 20-odd years ago.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Meet Craig. You've your work out. Hi, Robin. That's a nervous laugh there, Craig. Mm,
3: just a tad.
1: Have you got any questions you want to ask Robin then before you get set up in the... It's just like, can,
3: what's best like footwear? Where, can like, trainers have to go and buy special trainers, like running trainers, or can I get off the ones that I've got in the house? Or uh,
2: So, I obviously, because we're all... like Everybody who normally does the Couch to 5K is just a beginner to running. So... Running shoes, I mean we all know that a proper pair of running shoes can be anything from 70 to £200, so they can be really expensive. Okay. I would just make sure that you have something that is comfortable, something that is cushioned, I mean cushioned just to prevent you from any injuries. I mean, what shoes do you have, what we you thinking of wearing?
3: Eh, uh, well, probably my, my, my comfy ones for walking the dog and them is a the pair of Nike Airs. They've got like a air bubble in the sole and they're quite comfortable, so
2: like do you find them quite comfortable I mean I wouldn't recommend running in the likes like Converse or Vans or anything like that no, you, d- no, you do no, want I'm
1: something perfect. that is quite yeah, cushioned they're oh they're good they're posh they've got posh there's oh, no hiding money in engineering Craig with a Nike Air Max that sounds perfect and another thing that you're probably well I don't think it would well I'm not entirely sure Craig maybe you can tell me Um Robin a good sports bra for running yes Reebok. Look at
2: Reebok website. <laughs> but clothes-wise, I would just make sure you are wearing something that is pretty light. The more clothing you're wearing, the more you're going to obviously be carrying to run. Yeah. And it's going to probably be, I mean, you're going to get hot, you're going to get your heart rate up, you're going to get your temperature up. So you do just want to wear something that is pretty light for you. A nice
1: skimpy little vest top, Craig. Yeah, a little vest
3: top and Speedos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> and your your Nike Air Max trainers, yeah. you're going to be quite the sight. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely brilliant. Are you scared of anything, Craig, doing this? Are you actually a bit apprehensive about any side of this? It's
3: probably doing it and failing, to be honest. But no, I, I think it'll, it'll be good, just something different and gets out of the house more instead of just sitting watching fairly and get a bit of exercise.
1: So. A challenge. A right good challenge. Robin, do you think he's got potential? Yes. All
2: I would say <sighs> is your biggest, your biggest point to remember is take your time. Don't think right for that first walk minute, run a minute, don't sprint. Don't do a Usain Bolt and just sprint for the minute. Do just yeah. take it as a jog. Take it easy and just enjoy it. I mean, it's... Probably gonna take you a wee while just to get used to it. If you aren't a runner, it took me a wee while and to get into the swing of it when I did a did a five K. But just enjoy it. Make sure you've got a pair of headphones as well, you know. Something to take yeah. your mind off, the fact that you actually are running. You'll be fine as long as you take your time.
1: It's the nervous giggles that are entertaining me, Craig. Um, I get the feeling that you might have signed up for this, um and you're now going, Why have I done this?
3: <laughs> well, it's just one of those things. Somebody asked, so I thought, well, we as well do it fine. Just give myself a little push at the same time, so.
1: Brilliant. So, what are you going to, what are you going to do then? When, when are you going to start this? No time, like the present.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm definitely up for the challenge. So maybe, maybe later on tonight, I'll maybe give it a little go. Go and have a, a warm up, <laughs> see how I get on, then maybe just push forward over the weekend and see what I can do, so.
1: I cannot wait to hear about this. Are you going to come back and tell us how you got on? Because we'd love to hear from you.
3: Yeah, no bother. Yeah, I can easily do that. So just. Keep up to date with my breathing,
1: so (laughs) we'll keep breathing, that's important. And Robin, will you come back with some more top tips for week two as well? Yep, week two I'll be here to see how we all get on. Fantastic. Ice packs at the ready. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Good luck, Craig. We wish you well. Perfect. Take care of yourselves.
3: Cheers. I'll need it.
1: Oh we'll catch up with both of you next week. The full couch to five K program can be found on NHS.uk. Give it a wee go. Don't forget to take your rest days and enjoy yourself. That's the main thing.
0: Catch up with cats. We're in this together.
1: OK, remember, this show is all about you. So here's your morning selection of local heroes. I would like to thank all our wonderful NHS, supermarket,
2: bin men and posties who are helping us through this unusual time. Also, a wee mention to my daughter Sally who has not only been doing my shop, but my f- friend Pat's as well. She's a star and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: My name is Bella, and I'm seven years old. I want to say thank you to my dance teacher, Claire Robertson. Normally we see each other every day at class, but not right now because of lockdown. She's been working super hard to make us online classes. She makes fun challenges for us to do and always answers my messages when I need help. Thank you, Miss Clare. We love you.
0: Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government.
1: Don't forget to go to the website and click on the Catch up with Cat page to let me know about anyone you think that deserves a little bit of recognition. Time to squeeze in one of my fun facts to hopefully make you smile before I go. Did you know that in Switzerland it is illegal to keep just one guinea pig? They need to be kept in groups of two at the very least. This is because they are highly social animals and they need to have wee pals to have a wee carry on with. I know the feeling. I am actually missing my friends so much. So remember, clearyourhead.scot has loads of great tips if you ever feel that you're needing a wee helping hand. That's it for now. I'm back about 3.45 with some brilliant advice on time management. Catch up with cats. Hello and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey. So glad you could join me for an afternoon break. We'll be finding out who your local heroes are a bit later... But first, I'm joined for a wee catch-up with Professor John Crichton, who is chair of the Royal College of Psychiatrists in Scotland. Hiya, John. How are you getting on? I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Now, this afternoon, I wanted to pick your brain on a couple of little things that we've been talking about, and it's making the most of our time. So is it fair to say that a lot of people are maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed at the moment? Well,
4: everybody's life has just been turned upside down and we're all making the best of it. And how we use our time during this lockdown, is really important for our mental health.
1: And do you think we're in danger of sometimes, you know, you get get up in the morning and you think, I've got to do everything, I've got to do it now. People are getting a wee bit frantic about this.
4: They can get frantic or they may feel that they just don't want to do anything at all and turn night into day. And this is where just trying to get a a good routine in this new normal that we're all living in is so important.
1: And what about time management then? How does that help?
4: It helps to have a, a regular time when you're, you're getting up and a regular time when you're getting to bed at night. Um, for some people, it might mean putting their makeup in the morning because that's something they do <laughs> in the normal course of a day and it gets them ready for the, uh, for the day ahead. It's about finding a balance of activities. So people so are not just watching the news all the time, uh, but they're doing other stuff other stuff to help clear their head. They need to know what's good for them to just get a break from everything that's going
1: on. You mentioned makeup there, John. I'll not lie, I've not had it on for the best part of a month now and I'm loving that part of my day. Well,
4: there are lots of things that people are loving at the minute. They're loving not having to do the commute. They're seeing nature around them. There was a fox sniffing at my car the other day and that was a a real treat to see. But for other folk, they need some of the cues of of day-to-day life just to get them going.
1: And how does this, like new routines and having to change your routine, how does this play with our emotions?
4: Uh, I think people's emotions can be all over the place. Uh, You know, it's okay not to be okay and everybody else is feeling that way too. So, talking to each other about our feelings and how it's making us feel talking talk to therapy it's really important to try and make sense of it all.
1: Is prioritizing a good way to deal with all of this? Is it a good way to kind of get your head around what you're meant to be doing today, tomorrow, the next day, etc., etc.?
4: Well, if you're a person who uh, finds setting out a list would be helpful, then setting out a list is going to be pretty helpful in their circumstance. If you're a person who that isn't your thing or you have a different way of going about stuff, then you have to uh, be true to yourself and follow that kind of routine.
1: I have to admit, I'm now all about the lists. My granny used to be list daft. She had a list for everything, and I have become her. I am turning into that person. But it really does keep me uh, on the straight and narrow. I now know what I'm meant to be doing and what I'm not doing. I find it really, really useful. It's all about
4: pushing back in the kind of cues that we would have in uh, ordinary life so that we can navigate this uh, uh, new arena that we're all in.
1: In amongst all this planning and setting new routines, uh, how important is it then to give yourself a wee bit of a break, to give yourself some downtime and just let yourself be?
4: It's so important. There'll be something that just gives you a a, a break, uh, allows you to put everything into perspective again and just gives you a little bit of relief from everything that's going on.
1: And what do you do then? What's your top tip to switch off that personally works for you? Oh, I'm really embarrassed
4: now because my kids would call me a bit nerdy. But uh, the thing <laughs> I do is I've looked out my old stamp collection and I'm sorting that through. And, and my kids call it my sticker book and they're not far wrong. <laughs>
1: have you got a penny black in there? That's the the dream one, isn't it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Absolutely. No, I don't have a penny back. But, uh, you know, I can dream on.
1: Oh well listen, thank you so much for joining us, that's Professor John Crichton, Chair of the Royal College of Psychiatrists in Scotland. We are always on the lookout for amazing stories happening in communities all over Scotland and I'm absolutely delighted to have one little ray of sunshine on the show this afternoon. Joining me on the show today is mother of three, it's Kellyanne Casement. Hi Kellyanne! Hi Kat! Hello? Hi Oh hiya, who have you got with you today? Who's in the house? With you. What's your name? Zoe. What's your name? Sarah. Zoe and Sarah. Right, okay. And what age are they? What age are you? Six. Yeah. What age are you? Three. <laughs> <laughs> now, first of all, Kellyanne, for anyone that has not seen the videos that you have been putting of your family up on Facebook, tell us what you've been up to.
5: What we've been doing is um, since lockdown started, the day after, we've, we've been recreating pop videos. Um, from the Spice Girls being the very first one to Brittany, um, to um, Sexy and I know it, um, to the village people, to I,
1: Freddie Mercury. I, I mean, they look absolutely brilliant. You've got the whole family involved, they're all dressed up. You've roped in husband Craig and your son Craig, who's 10 as well.
5: Who came up with this idea in the first place? Me. It was me. Um, the reason that it came about was, um, was the day after lockdown, um met a couple of family members who were in isolation. Um, so I was kind of feeling, moping about, feeling a bit sad. Um, and then I thought, what could, could cheer us up? And when I was a little girl, I used to love a Spice Girls, so I thought, let's do the Spice girl, Let's put a Spice, Spice, put a Spice Girls song on. And it was the reaction of the girls' faces at first. And I thought, do you know what? Let's do a Spice Girls video. This will cheer everybody up. <laughs> So everybody get into the character. The girls loved it. Um, my husband loved it, I think more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, you've dressed your husband as, was he Posh Spice? He
5: was Posh Spice, yeah.
1: Right, tell me what you dressed him in, describe his outfit for those that haven't seen the video. It was actually
5: a bit scary. First, I was standing at my wardrobe and he said, what am I going to wear? And I looked at him and I, I was like, this doesn't feel right, what do you mean, what are you going to wear? And then, I dug out one of my black dresses and Sarah has um, she's got a lot of dressing up wigs and things so she's a black wig and I thought, right, you're wearing that, that's just sorted. And I, I take it it's like the highlight
1: of the week for your family because everybody seemed to be loving it.
5: It definitely is, you know, little Zoe who's only three, um, she wakes up some mornings and she says, what day is it today? What day is it? <laughs> Um, And she goes, is it video day today? So she's kind of getting the gist of it now. So do you think adding that little bit of fun and something a wee
1: bit different is really keeping um, your entire family's mental health up and buoyant?
5: Oh, definitely. Everybody, the whole family, um, being involved, it's lifting their spirits, it's um, making people laugh, making people smile. Um, And it's just just amazing. We we didn't realise the impact these videos would have and cheering people up as much as they did. And see the feedback we've had from these videos, it's amazing.
1: Now you work for the NHS as a receptionist in accident and emergency. So how do you manage to fit everything in?
5: Well, I work um, night shift, so I just plan everything around um, during the day type of things and and with my husband still working as well. This is why we plan, kind of plan our videos at points that he knows he's going to go home. Well, I saw him do the Queen video. I had to hold my laugh in when I was filming that one. But I didn't think it was going to go through with it, to be honest, but it, but it did. Stick so him on. Let's let's
1: get the man in question on. What can I say? You've got a fine pair of pins in that miniskirt with the Hoover. They were my tights <laughs> to anyone, even Kellyanne. You must be having a lot of fun with these videos. I'm always up for a laugh. That's what it's about, isn't it? Got to keep our spirits up. And what are your mates saying to all when you're dressing as Poor Spice? Oh, they're they're <laughs> not surprised, to be honest. <laughs> We're loving your videos. It's such a lovely, fun thing to do. Um, fire Kellyanne back on if you can no, for two seconds.
6: No
5: problem. See you
1: later on, Kat. Nice to speak to you. Hi, Cat. Hiya. So tell me then, Kellyanne, just before you go, what does the future hold for the Casement family? What about tours and merchandise? Will you be signing
5: autographs? <laughs> Casement's will be on tour now. I can picture him um, on the promenade during shows in Blackpool. <laughs> well, just, just do remember, I was here at the
1: start with you all. Bye. Just before you go, guys, where, where can people see these? Or are they just on your personal Facebook page? Can see, um,
5: um, you can see her on Kellyanne Casement Facebook page or at, at big Twitter page. So, um,
1: the Casement family, thank you so much for joining me on Catch Up With Cat and we'll speak to you later. Bye! Bye!
0: catch up with cat we're in this together
1: oh i absolutely love kellyanne and her family great stuff right here are some more of your local heroes hi my name's debbie i'd like to say a big thank you to all the postal workers out there it's my sister's birthday coming up and i'm not going to get to see her but because you guys are all working so hard it means i can send her a present and be with her virtually so thank you and keep up the good work
2: Hi, my name's Lisa, I'm a nurse. I work in the Royal Hospital for Children in Glasgow. I'm very thankful for all my friends, family, and colleagues. But at this time, I'm extremely thankful to my sister, Anne, who moved in with us to help out with childcare before lockdown. And unfortunately for her, she's been stuck with us ever since. So thanks very much, Anne. We're extremely grateful.
0: Catch up with Cat, in association with the Scottish Government.
1: Don't forget you can share your uplifting tales on our website just click on the catch up with cat page and leave your details Right, it's time for my fun fact of the show hopefully something to make you smile a wee bit 10 minutes of laughing a day can burn up to 40 calories so here is my best joke Here it goes Did you hear about the explosion in the French cheese factory? No? Well, all that was left was debris (laughs) Get it? Debris (laughs) I love that one uh, right, see, if you, see if you actually laughed now, you can eat some cheese. So it's a win-win situation. Tell each other some jokes. And I promise that's the last one you'll ever hear from me in this show. That's it from now. I'm back about 9.45 this evening with some professional advice on getting a good night's sleep.
0: Catch up with cats.
1: Good evening and welcome to Catch Up With Cat with me, Cat Harvey, our little mini show squeezed in to help you relax and unwind. Tonight we're going to be chatting about sleep because so many people are really struggling with us at the moment. We'll also drop in some great music and of course my favourite bit of all, we'll be celebrating some of your local heroes. Joining me for a catch-up this evening is Dr. John Mitchell, who is a consultant psychiatrist. Can I call you John, Dr. John? I, I never know what to call people that have got impressive titles. <laughs>
6: you can, please. I know John's not a very impressive name, but it uh, it's the one I'm most familiar with, so please call
1: me John. Oh, well, lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And tonight we're going to be talking all things sleep, because it is the nighttime slot. And um, a lot of people are struggling at the moment. So first of all, the basics. Why is it we actually need a good night's sleep in the first place?
6: Well, Sleep's really important, you know, for, for good physical and mental health. And I think everybody knows that, you know, that you feel better when you sleep well. Um, and it really all goes back to um, the way we're built. You know, we're built around a 24-hour cycle. And uh, like lots of animals, you know, we require to have a period where we, we sleep. It's a kind of fascinating thing, really, the fact that, you know, humans need to do that. Um, But we do, and it sort of somehow or other recharges our battery and gives our brain time to kind of file away all of the stuff that we've had during the day into the right places.
1: And uh, you mentioned animals there. I'm just going to pick you up on this. How good would would it be if we could just all hibernate? (laughs) We could hibernate and then wake up and it's all over!
6: I know, wake up and it's all over, that's a great idea actually, yeah. Um, I'll put my pyjamas on now and just sort of of settle in for uh, for the long haul.
1: See what happens! Uh, But a lot of people are really struggling at the moment with their sleep, whether it be getting to sleep or crazy dreams or just not sleeping as long as they used to do. Um, Is this kind of to be expected?
6: Yes, it is. Um, because, again, all of us all know that it's when you're upset and when you're stressed, sleep is, is really commonly affected. And actually, um, you know, as a, as a psychiatrist, uh, I found what a really good question to ask people, you know, rather than saying to people, how are you feeling, um, is actually to say, are you sleeping okay? Because just asking that about people, it, um, it really, you know, is a, is a good measure of just how people are feeling in, in general um, so uh, I think it's uh, you know I, I think people will be uh, stressed and, um, and they are going to be upset about the situation at the moment and the changes that have happened in their lives so uh, you know I think having stuck sleep and probably more vivid dreams is entirely normal.
1: Well, that's good to know, because I do know um, quite a few folk that are going through that at the moment. And also, do you know what I'm really guilty of, John, is worrying that I'm not sleeping enough, so that the thought of not sleeping is making me not sleep.
6: Um, yeah, well, sometimes that, when we're worried, we start worrying about worrying, you know? Um, and, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I, so, so again, you know, the, this sort of rise of anxiety in all sorts of different ways is really to be expected, because... You know this is an unprecedented strange experience that you know none of us really have faced in our life before what what's very difficult I think is is the real uncertainty isn't it to I mean it's uh, you know we don't know how long um, the lockdowns going to last we don't know how long it'll be before you know life is able to come back to as we remembered and um, and I think, you know, just living in with that uncertainty is really very difficult for everybody.
1: So come on then, um, some insider knowledge, some top tips. Give us some good advice that can help us get a good night's sleep then. OK. No pressure. OK. Um,
6: so I suppose the first thing to say is, again, don't worry about it. Uh, if people go on about having eight hours of sleep and actually everybody's really different and there isn't an absolutely correct amount um, the, the research tells us that some people are um, are night owls and some people are early birds. one of the things I, I, you know I know from my experience getting older is that you wake up earlier and earlier. Um, I, I find it quite difficult to have a long lie in now. You know um, I'll wake up in, 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 in the morning in a way that I never did when I was young. Uh, that's actually kind of biologically determined in us. That's how humans are.
1: So then, give us some top tips if you have them, then, John.
6: Okay. Well, um, the, the first thing I'd say is um, that this is this material is all available for people to look at, and NHS and Forum, which is the go-to website for, for people's health, you, you know, has all of this information on it to and, and can explain this um, and. Scottish government's launched our Clear Your Head .dot um, campaign, and again, that's got really good tips on managing uh, life during this lockdown. Here's my list. So, first thing is, you know, don't kind of overstimulate yourself before you go to sleep. You know, use your common sense. You know, don't have an espresso or double espresso coffee. Um, you know, going for a, a, a you know a, a jog in the evening is a, is a nice thing to do, but don't make it too close to bedtime. Um, and really importantly, uh, you know, screens, um, you know, not just the bright light from the white light from telephone and, and, and tablet screens, but also with the content that we look at, you know, can be quite sort of arousing and, and at times upsetting. Um, so, you know, we need to just be careful. That um, when we go to bed, we really should be switching off our devices and, and not looking at those. Everybody knows that if you have a good daytime exercise, you know if, you, if your body's physically tired, you sleep better. Yeah. And uh, and, of, and obviously having a regular routine is a is a is a good idea. So you know as much as possible, try and get up and go to bed at the same time every day. Um, and avoid taking daytime naps you know uh, even if you're tired try and stay awake and that will improve the sleep you have
1: I love a daytime nap don't take a daytime nap away from me <laughs> just a wee cheeky 20 minutes on well, the couch where you I dribble think, into your pillow
6: <laughs> I, I think if you're I think if you're um, you know you're you're getting good night's sleep. And you, you feel, you know, you feel that then having a daytime nap, fine. But I suppose for people who are struggling with insomnia and are having a disturbed, then it's not a good idea to have a nap during the day.
1: No, no. Oh, I'm aware that I, I actually suffered from insomnia for the best part of three years when I did uh, crazy shifts. Shift work obviously really affects your sleep pattern. And um, I'm very, very well aware of um, how napping can make you not sleep at all when you you get to bed at night time and you know what's really worked for me in recent times is exactly what you said about your your phones i don't even have my phone in my bedroom now i leave it in the kitchen charging and it wasn't so much reading it at night time it was um when i say i woke up at like five in the morning i would turn it on and i would look at twitter or i would look at facebook and not having it next to me takes that away
6: yes yeah i think well that's a really good habit to get into And it's those little sort of nudges about how you can change your behaviour. So you're right, you know, like just not having your tablet or your phone next to you means that you don't do it.
1: So, right, you've had a long, stressful working day, which at the moment I can imagine is pretty much seven days a week. What is your routine then, your personal routine to um, switch off and let you conk out happily?
6: Well, uh, I, I mean... You know, I'm, I suppose I'm trying to do my best for myself, and I am making sure that I, that I take the opportunity to get my, um, you know, my allowed one hour of exercise every day. Um, I wish I could say I'm going out jogging, and I really should, but I just I just go out for a walk, and I try and connect with nature as much as I can.
1: That's so. Loads of amazing tips there, um, Dr. John Mitchell, the consultant psychiatrist. Thank you so much. For joining me for a wee catch up I'll let you go now and stick your jammies on And hopefully get a good night's sleep
6: Thank you very much
0: Catch up with cats. We're in this together
1: Well I hope we've given you some helpful sleep tips But before you nod off Here are tonight's local heroes. My name's Ken Bryson.
4: I work here along with my wife, Nicola. We are uh, two of the directors of a family-run business at the Inverness Auction Centre. We have uh, a couple of volunteers who are absolutely worth their weight in gold. Um, We have had some absolute heartbreaking stories recently of people who are quite literally going hungry because they cannot or don't want to go out. We are therefore bridging that link for them and we're getting the goods to them. Uh, So I want to say a big thank you to our volunteers who have been absolutely amazing. Um, Guys, you'll be listening. You know who you are. Uh, You've been absolutely fantastic. And um, a big thank you to everyone who's buying from us as well.
0: Hi, I'm Gregor Mayer, and I'm very proud of my dad, Russell, and I'd like to thank him and all of his colleagues involved in converting the SEC Centre in Glasgow to the NHS Louisa Jordan Hospital. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government.
1: Fun fact before I go. Did you know that crocodiles cannot stick their tongues out because their tongues are actually attached to the roof of their mouths? However, alligators can. Amazing. Uh, I can't believe I told you that at night time. Please don't have nightmares. I'm really sorry about that. Listen, I'm back tomorrow morning when I'm joined by primary school teacher Neil Innes. He'll be giving us some great advice on homeschooling.